In today's episode, we're speaking to Kat Stansik. Time-crunched entrepreneurs and CEOs call Kat the lead boss when they're ready to create their own unique, strategic, and systematic way to scale their revenues predictably without more demand on their time so they can create the impact they set out to achieve. Kat is the lead boss, is the founder of Action Incubator, multi-international best-selling author, co-author of Experts Never Chase, and the creator of Lead Boss System. Let's speak to Kat and find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And guess what? We have an amazing guest for you. So I'm super, super excited to be speaking to Welcome, Kat Stancic. Thank you so much for making the time for me. Um, we are super excited to have you. You've heard her intro. You know how amazing Kat is. She is one kick-ass lady. And I'm super, super excited that she's decided to join us on today's podcast. So Kat, people have heard your intro, but in your own words, please tell us who you are and what you do. Hmm. Well, you know, it's a very ethereal and uh, <laughs> question. So who I am is Kat Sansik. I'm also known as a lead boss. Um, and, you know, there's also a lot of other descriptors, mom, wife, you know, friend, kind of quirky personality. But what I do is really help kind of create more connection between individuals and their business and trying mm-hmm. to create more of that lead flow, meaning okay. it's about working smarter, not harder. And we've heard that tagline. I almost roll my eyes mm-hmm. when I actually think mm-hmm. I did roll my eyes when I said it, mm-hmm. but it's really about how do we create more ease in our business without having to default to hustle. And I specifically do that through organic lead gen, um, helping make sure that my clients have those systems and processes and repeatable um, recipes to create those you know, revenues that people are wanting to hit consistently and predictably. Fantastic. Brilliant. Okay. So obviously you weren't, you didn't set up thinking that you're going to become someone who generates leads for businesses, et cetera. So talk us through your story. And I know you have three young children as well, managing three young children, especially one of them being a toddler and balancing that with your life. I mean, start off, how did you end up in this place anyway? And then secondly, how do you manage it all? <laughs> Um, I don't know about the second one still, so, but the first one, you know, there's, uh, well, how do you make a long story shorter? <laughs> so essentially, let's right, start right. the beginning. <laughs> so I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, you know, I was raised, I had five sisters and mm-hmm. I had, um, you know, lots of different experiences growing up. I went to a French international school. So there was, and I was in the U S so there was these little bit of, you know, cultural clashes, if you will, in terms of how my father disciplined and, and, you know, was his version of dad and then how my mother was, and then infused the whole French system. Mm-hmm. It's very different learning style and all that. But anyway, I never belonged. I never fit in anywhere specifically. And so, especially with my sisters, I mean, being very, very different. So this entire experience of my life has always been about being different, but having to feel like I have to fight. 
So Mm -hmm. constantly having to, you know, reaffirm myself, reaffirm my value, you know, going after things and having to double down to be that much more impressive because the entirety of my life has always been, you're not enough or you're too much always at the wrong time. (laughs) So, you know, really having to constantly feel like I'm flipping that coin and never landing on the right side. Mm. So, you know, so what do you do? You conform, you try to impress everybody around you because you don't belong. And so you overcompensate and that's what I did. So I went and I got, you know, did all these things It had these amazing experiences in terms of career. I got my MBA, I got into, you know, high corporate, you know, position. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up living someone else's dream. Right. Right. It wasn't my dream. It wasn't what fed my soul. And the least the good thing about being too much is that you have courage. You have courage mm-hmm. to go and do the thing that a lot of people don't, which is starting my own business. Right. So, you know, I had to Google. I literally, I opened up my computer. Um, you know, Google wasn't as popular back then. Um, <laughs> the good and old I literally days. typed in, what's my passion? Like literally Google searched, what's my passion? And nothing came up. <laughs> Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> right, shocker. I know that there was like this $74 quiz or something that I could take. And I was like, I'm not paying that. I'm not going to pay that amount of money to figure out what my passion is. I'll do it on my own. So like a year and a half later, <laughs> still in the same role, not having figured it out, I basically, I hired a life coach and through that mm. process really connected down to my core values and how I showed up as a person in the world and how mm. that's valued. And so through that process and that experience, I was like, this is really cool. Like the impact that it had on me, can I do this for other people? Mm. I went down that path. I got certified. I got the accreditation from the ICF. And basically what I did was I started creating my transition plan, going from full-time employee to my own CEO boss self, Mm. right? And so transitioning out of one, and I had a couple of kids in the process. Of course. Um, Right. And then basically, you know, so I started off to be a life coach. Well, guess what? Life coaching doesn't pay well. Nope. (laughs) People don't value it despite there's huge trend of people calling themselves coaches. Mm. So I kind of was on the beginning front, like the 25% front of Mm. people starting to call themselves coaches and being just a big thing on the internet world. Mm. And I had to grow my business on my own. I had to figure it out. And I made some really big investments and they didn't pay out. And yes, I learned and yes, I got clarity, but the ROI was never there. Mm. Not in terms of actual physical cash money mm. I could count in my bank account. Yeah. Um, and so basically what I started looking at was this, it, it, why is this so damn hard? Sorry, R-rated. Why mm. is this so hard? Does it have to be? Because I'm really sick and tired of things always feeling hard. Mm. Um, and so I looked at how can this be easier? And people started coming to me and being like, how are you doing this? You seem like you're having fun. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's work, but it doesn't mean that you can't have fun along the process. Of and course, my husband likes to remind me whenever I have my stress out moments, because I do, he's like, you got to enjoy the process. And that started driving me towards figuring myself out. I'm trying to make this shorter, which is basically my pivotal shift in terms of just generating, you know, $10,000 quarters, right. Which Mm. is nothing, right. That's what $40,000 a year to generating $100,000 quarters to hundred thousand dollar months, right. Mm. Is all about looking into how do I show up in the space? Because I was just being a copy of a copy of a copy. Right. Right. And so even though I was changing things, it wasn't until I released the expectations of what looked like success. 
So mm-hmm. this person's doing this. So that looks like I should be doing that because that's where the money is. And so I was really still chasing the money. I was still chasing the validation mm-hmm. instead of looking at where are my strengths? How do I show up? And then allowing the abundance to be released from myself. Mm-hmm. I love right? that. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically I shifted from this general business coach to what do I really like doing? I like having conversations. I like, I, I can get leads. Right. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is fun for me. And I'm looking around the marketplace and people are like, Lena generally Jen sucks. This is hard. Mm. <laughs> like, well, that, that's what I can do. I can help you learn and identify how to make lead gen more engaging and fun. And so that your audience responds to it. And so that's kind of how I landed here. And, you know, there's always shifts, there's always modifications, there's always transitions, but this is a place where I'm hanging my hat. Awesome. And I mean, I'm glad you said that, but you know, you're following your passion now, but it took you time to come through it. People have this idea that, oh, I have this epiphany that I need to follow my passion and overnight I'm going to work out what I want to do. No, you have to figure out what it is that you want to do. And it doesn't come um, as easily. And sometimes it's completely opposite or completely different line to what you're used to. I can relate to that because I'm a lawyer and now I'm an energy healer. They're completely different it's a completely different um, game. Being in there. Yeah. There's something that you've done that we've all done. It all stacks, right? Like the yeah. things that I've been through have helped me get to here. I love and it. Yeah. I'm starting to get to the concept of like, I don't think we ever really land our passion. They were mm. always in pursuit of because we're mm. always evolving. And so our tastes, our interests, our engagement, yeah. what we want to work with is always changing. Yeah. And so we have to keep that pulse on ourselves because that's where I see revenue lulls happen, mm. right? Where people aren't engaged in their passion or they're trying to work with someone different and the, the you know things aren't in alignment. And you do that all the time in terms mm. of looking at alignment within yourself, mm. which is why a lot of people probably block money yeah. <laughs> because that alignment isn't there. Yeah. I mean, I, I love what you said. You're constantly evolving. So that this passion of yours, you're right, because you could be passionate about something, but that as you change, so does your passion. It has to evolve. Otherwise, you'll be stagnant, right? So the you kind of client the crush you had in high school. I mean, thank God you didn't marry exactly. that person. <laughs> You were really passionate about that person at the time. Yeah, at that right? time. Like, at that like, time. Gosh, yes. I was going to have these kind of babies. Or I was going to have this kind of life. And then you evolved. Yeah, and thank God for that. And all that you know? <laughs> but I mean, I do believe that I think that that's growth in, in general anyway. But whatever makes you happy in that given moment in time, that's what you should be doing. Mm. Um, I, you know, I think my yeah, funny thing, I, I have a passion for money. And I, that's just evolved in, in terms of, you know, helping more people and getting, at a, you know, serving at a greater capacity. But the the idea of serving people and helping them understand their money story is a passion that's only grown for me. But yes, the kind of people and the number of people and the way you help help them serve them, that can evolve and that can change. Mm -hmm. But even to understand that, I I wasn't born uh, with the idea that, oh, I'm going to go and become a money money mindset expert or I'm going to go and help people with the money stories. I didn't even know I had the money story. It (laughs) came about, you know, when I was going through and... I love what you said that everything you went through helped you to be where you are. And I say this at the moment that I'm not practicing as a lawyer in any jurisdiction, though I'm qualified in three, but I am. I'm I'm an action advocate for money. I've become an advocate for money. This is my goal to help everyone have a better idea and relationship with money. So in essence, I am. And everything I've learned in my legal career in terms of you know, because I'm a barrister, the idea of simplifying really complex information into layman terms that everybody can understand yep. is exactly what I do in my current practice. They now take really complex ideas and situations, especially when it comes to you know multi-dimensional work and energy work, simplifying it so that everyday people can understand. 
exactly what I would be doing in my legal career. So a lot of the skills and the things, the experiences I went through in my legal training and my career actually helped me to perform better in my current, in my current, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, or, or current practice. But this is how the universe works. You don't land where you are, where you think you're going to be. Are you land where you need to be, and you go through the situation that you need in order to pick up the skills or develop the character to be able to do the next task, which could be maybe completely different. You know, I I never thought for a second that I would be, you know, a life coach. It wasn't even something I knew existed you know, when I was at uni, and uh, and now it, I can't imagine doing anything else because it's just so much a part of me. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Coming back to you. How did you, um, you know, when you made the decision of, you know, can I become a life coach? This is a question because I'm asking because a lot of people who listen to this podcast are those who are either in the corporate sector or moving, transitioning from the corporate sector. Mm-hmm. And these are highly intelligent and highly capable individuals, some of them actually earning multiple six figures in the current employment. Yet they're going to give that up to be able to have a le- and live a life of passion. Now, when do you make the decision? How do you make that decision? How do you know? I, and for me, it wasn't a choice that I had to make. I was already um, a stay-at-home mom on one point, and then I just had to go back into employment. I chose not to enter the business. But if you currently are in employment, when is the time to leave that employment? When is it, when The question is, when is the time to jump ship and when is the time to just give it all in? What would your advice be? Because you were there, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it depends for everybody because here's the thing. I do believe that, especially as a mom, and we are much mm-hmm. more attuned to this in terms of the feminine energy. Yeah. Um, and I'm just talking about energy, not male, female in terms of, you know, there are plenty of men with female energy and plenty of women with yeah. male energy. Feminine, you're talking about divine, I'm, divine I'm a female feminine who stands feminine in my masculine. masculine energy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, but I'm also tapped into my female energy. Mm-hmm. And I think we have responsibilities. So I have three kids Mm. right now. They're seven, five and two and a half. Right. So me just saying, you know what, I'm going to bake a cake and say, I quit on it and just throw it in my boss's face. Isn't something that's fiscally responsible for me to do for my family. So if you're in a place where you've got, you know, they talk about six months and blah, blah, blah of savings. Great. But that the reality is, is that's not actually what's real for most people. Mm. And so it's about looking at how do we narrow the gap? Because any intellectual and intelligent entrepreneur is all about taking risk, but mitigating it as much as possible, right? So what is that narrow gap and how do you create that transition plan? And at some point, it is still a leap of faith, just like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom Mm. at some point. So I always like to say what he did was he threw some, some sand at the beginning. Right. And then Mm. he, but he knew that there was something there because he'd thrown sand, Mm. but he didn't have enough sand to throw it across the entire bridge. So at some point there was still that leap of faith of I took that first step. I know there's a step here, but there's still that next step that I have to take in that connection to myself. And so it's really about, you know, figuring out what that transition plan and at some point just taking that step um, and doing the smart work in the, in, in the interim. Right. So mm. for me, I was all about, I needed to replace my income to a certain extent. And that transition point for me was when my job was costing me money in my business. Mm. 
And so when I saw that exchange happen, then I knew I had something solid to land on Mm. that I could then continue to multiply over. Now, my husband's an entrepreneur and I'm an entrepreneur. So there's Mm. a lot more risk in our relationship than a lot of other people's relationship. There's more risk in someone who's a single mom or who's into, you know, by themselves or whatever it is and doesn't have a family they could go crash on their couch. Mm. You just have to understand what those, and it's, it is a logical decision it's not just something that you have to do blindly. And I see a lot of people not doing it because they're not connecting to the power that they have in their life and the power and the understanding of what they can do and control in their business. A lot of people feel like their business is outside of their control. And there are so many aspects of how you show up and what you do and what you can put strategic effort into that creates the ease and calls in and releases the abundance in your life. I love that. I love that. I love that. And I think this is something that everyone needs to accept. And, you know, and we talk about getting in alignment with abundance and taking a leap of faith, but you do need to put some practical strategies into place as well. You do need to know what your finances are. You need to plan accordingly. There's no need for you to jump a ship when you haven't planned for it, because then you probably land more likely in the water and um, then you have to sink or swim. And I rather not people not go through that because I've been through that. And so it's it's about planning, but it's also not about procrastinating. It's about knowing you've got a plan in motion. And at any given moment in time, like as, as it was for you, it, if it starts meaning that it's impacting your business, which is your livelihood and what's where you're going towards, then it's time to close up your employment and move fully, you know, just fully focus on your uh, on your business. Keeping in mind that, you, like you said, if you both are entrepreneurs, both partners, then you do have more risk. Of course you do. But then that also gives you, from my point of view, more potential to grow. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I mean, I, when you have two people who are entrepreneurs, you get it. You get the investments. You get the conversations. There's so many things. I could go to my husband and be like, hey, I need to make this million dollar investment. And he'd be, for the most part, he'd be like, okay, let me hear about it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But like, there's this, this, it's one of the best ways that we support each other in our Mm -hmm. relationship and our business is by being so supportive of those risks. And, but we trust each other with those investments. Meaning, you know, if you happen to be with someone who makes these investments over and over and over again, and they always are the victim and they're never the ones that are at fault, I'd start looking at the person investing at that point, Mm -hmm. right? Because we do own in certain turn a certain amount. And it doesn't mean that, your intentions weren't good or that you didn't do the work, but you keep maybe buying those easy approaches, right? So mm. you're looking at those easy button, those hacks, those one strategy to make you a million dollars in 24 hours. They don't exist. Yeah. It takes work. Yeah. It does. Like, and it's not the easy message. I always tell my clients, and one of the qualifiers is, are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to put in the time and effort it takes to master this skill set? Because mm. that's the only way to scale. Agreed. And there are people who are making a million dollars who still haven't mastered the art of the conversation. I agree. I agree. All right. So um, let's wrap this up now. What would be what would be your parting um, advice to somebody who is currently in, in employment and is thinking about, OK, I need to build my business or somebody who's who's ready to leave their business and um, sorry to leave the employment because their business is about to take off. What would be your parting thoughts or advice to them? 
So many things. Um, one, it's, I mean, there's nothing more therapeutic than becoming an entrepreneur and staying in the entrepreneurial world, right? So it's this constant evolution. Mm. 90% of what you're battling is your own mindset. It's not the Agreed. obstacles you see, but the obstacles in your mind's eye. Agreed. Right. And so getting support around that or, you know, reading, doing whatever it is you need to do. There's mm. some, there is a resource at every level of budget Agreed. for you to be able to leverage and looking at, you know, investing in those things. You know, one of the biggest shifts was it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So even mistakes that are happening, there is a lesson that will be released to your clients through you. You're experiencing these things for them in support Mm. of them. There's, there's just no wrong decision at the end of the day. The only wrong decision, I guess, is not making one because then it's being made for you. And so continuing to move forward and understanding what your strategy is and really staying connected and understanding that you have more control in your business than you're giving yourself credit for will help you a long way in terms of really achieving those audacious, beautiful dreams that everyone's trying to get to. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, tell us, how can we connect with you? How can we find out more about you? Um, well, I'm all over social media. Of course, I practice what I preach. Um, is it okay if I share a free Yes, gift? please do. Yes. Okay. So I have a three-part training series that's found at fullybooked.ceo. And I'm always one to think about how can people stack the wins before they ever even enter really very far into my ecosystem. So the first, the first part of the training is all about breaking down your lead generation. What is it that you should be focusing on every uh, an hour a day? That's all I ask at a minimum for my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, the second part is, is looking at how can we convert our current connections into clients? And we are already connected to 100K mm-hmm. without adding a single new person into your pipeline, without even you know sending another friend request. You already have 100K of opportunity available to you. And so how do you get activating some of that? I have some social media posts that people can leverage. Remember... Anything that you download like this, it's about infusing your personality into. It's not mm-hmm. copy and paste. It's modifying it to match your persona because mm-hmm. that's what people are buying into as well. And then the third one is, is my close script. It's how my clients and I close 80 to 90% of our client calls. And it's all about breaking out how to lead someone through the experience of a sales conversation versus forcing a decision or a yes from someone. Mm. Oh, those are amazing gifts. So um, <laughs> can you tell us what the website for that? Yes, it's a fullybooked.ceo. Wonderful. So the website that Kat just mentioned and all her social media will all be available to you. If you're listening to this on the podcast, then this will be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all her links as well. Go check her out. I think she's amazing. She sounds brilliant. And um, so this freebie gift sounds absolutely brilliant that you should be looking into and see how it can help you to modify or improve your sales calls and to bring more abundance into your life. Kat, we need to have you back from my talkies. We need to pick your brains about certain aspects of what you teach. So we're going to have to have you back then. But thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you so much, darling. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me and Kat today on Friday Feature. I will be back with another amazing guest asking them, sharing, asking them to share their life and to share with us how they change their life by working on the mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gore Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.